0: Welcome to Real Estate Radio, hosted by the real estate therapist Larry Shackman, a top producing real estate broker, author, CEO, and founder of TrustedAgentUSA.com, the ultimate real estate matchmaker connecting you with top performing agents for 2% commission. Each week, we bring you exclusive interviews with industry experts covering everything from staging to negotiation strategies to home inspection issues and everything in between. Whether you're selling your home, a first time home buyer, or a seasoned investor, we've got you covered. Let's make your real estate dreams a reality in this fast-moving and ever-changing real estate market. This program is funded in whole or in part by Trusted Agent USA, Illinois license number 475 145 Now, here's Larry. All right,
1: everybody. Good morning and welcome to Saturday, January 20th, another uh just beautiful day in Chicago,
2: you know. if you're a polar bear. I'm just going to say welcome to the Real Estate Therapist couch, and I'm going to ignore the weather. I'm moving <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly, exactly. So
1: we have an awesome show today. I want to welcome everybody to the Real Estate Radio Show podcast. Uh, my name's Larry Shackman. I'm a broker, your local real estate
2: therapist, if you will. And I'm Dylan Kramer, and I'm a mortgage lender with Benchmark Mortgage, NMLS number 224916 for the regulators listening. And Larry, why don't yes. you introduce our special guest, and we'll learn a little bit about him.
1: Yeah, we have a really special guest today. Dane Laverty is joining us. He's the managing partner and co-owner at Property Pals USA out of Chicago. Dane, how you doing? Awesome, awesome. Thanks for having me. Long-time Great. listener, second-time Great. guest. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we've got a lot to talk about. Talk about regarding uh, property pals and what your mission is, how it got started, and maybe even talk about a, a few few properties you got out there that people may be interested in. Is that sure. okay? Sure, yeah, 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 absolutely. He sent me one yesterday <laughs> in Dalton. <laughs> yeah, we have we have them everywhere: Dalton,
3: Fox Lake, uh, Lombard, you name it. Yeah, so um, nice. Yeah, we uh, it's a it's my partner Sam Abundez and myself started the business about three years ago. Before this, I was working corporate. He was working uh, construction, and we started this business because, um, you know, I think we were just tired of clocking in. And so we knew that real estate cut big checks, and then found out that about this little segment in wholesaling. Uh, and then really kind of find out how many people we can help with yeah. different creative awesome. strategies and things like that. And so now we're,
2: we're excited to spend the next hour learning about it. It's yeah, good stuff.
3: No, yeah, we're
1: going to get into you know some of the misconceptions about wholesaling and how it actually helps people out there that are in situations that you know. Uh, a, a, realtor or broker like me may not be able to do. Sure. In the amount of time they have. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into that in a minute. I want to do some house cleaning real quick. So remember, real estate, wholesaling, whatever it is you're doing out there, it's a full contact sport. So you guys can text us or call us this morning at 773-763-9278. 773-763-9278. Text us or call us in, call in with any real estate questions at all. Also, we're streaming live on WCPT 820 on Facebook and at the Real Estate Radio Show podcast group. Go there, join, and follow us for all of our lives and all of our uh, podcasts and any live events we do. So, um, And of course, we're on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple anywhere you listen to your uh, podcasts. Um, so uh we have a lot to talk about today. We had a great show last Wednesday and actually Dane may know these these guys, Ivan and Jackie Mirandabaum. Do you know them? I am familiar with the names. Okay, so they have a roofing company in Chicago that they've had for about 25 years and but they're also real estate developers primarily in the multifamily
2: space. Okay. So, uh, we had Yeah, a- we we spent a lot of time with them on Wednesday and for everybody listening, the the thing that they do really really well, which I think is Uh, The thing that we learned, the big takeaway we learned Wednesday, and that podcast is available, again, if you go to the Facebook group that Larry mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, We spent a a better part of an hour doing a deep dive. The thing that they've done um, really well that I was most impressed with is the following. They've built an actual business, right? When we talked with Ivan and Jackie, they shared with us, not only do they... Acquire properties, but then they do the work necessary to make them very attractive rentals to a very specific niche. Right? They're focused on four zip codes, but if you're right focused the on Edway. right? But it, but if you're focused on a suburb or you're focused on a, an area of town or whatever the case is, they're very very narrow in the properties they acquire, and then they've built very specific checklists for how they manage those properties and yeah. run them on an ongoing basis. So that they have great relationships with their tenants built on expectations. So if you ask yourself out there and you're listening today, well, I would love to invest in real estate, but how do you manage the tenants? How do you turn around and manage the property? How do you, they have really, uh, yeah. that, that podcast is worth a listen. It was worth the hour on Wednesday to figure out how to build a system so that you get consistent and regular results, right? Yeah,
1: Jackie, actually, so, you know, if you go to CAR, right, Chicago Association of Realtors, or you go to uh, Midwest, uh, Moore, whatever, and you use their lease, right? It's like a three-page lease. Yeah. Jackie's lease is 32 pages long. <laughs> and it literally, I mean, it covers every bit of maintenance. And her her whole thing is... Uh, she wants those renters uh, that she brings in to treat that unit as their home. Mm. This is your home now. So right. expectation sh- setting. Expectation setting. Yeah. exactly. I, she,
2: she literally does a one hour. Dylan, fix your camera so we can. She see does her, a one hour expectation meeting with. Um, she does a one hour expectation meeting with the clients and uh, up front in order to. Get them into the property. Like you can't take possession of the property unless you do your one hour yeah. meeting with her.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Like college. Yeah. Like you know, going you to college, you do your orientation, thing. and then uh, <laughs> she brings you
2: into the unit. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, great show, but. Uh, so, we have a lot to talk about with property pals, because property pals uh, give us the history again, how you guys started. go ahead, Dylan you okay, was
2: something. I was going to say I'm. I'm interested to learn Dane you know as we visited on Wednesday with our last guest. The thing that we'd like to do um, and we'd like to do it with you this morning is learn a little bit about what does your company do. And who are you helping? Because at the end of the day, one of the things that we do every week when we're on the radio is we talk about how do we help people, right? And so the question is, who do you help,
3: and how do you help them? Yeah, so I think it's it's uh, we have a really interesting business just because we have a, a marketplace essentially. So we help buyers and sellers.
2: Okay, so tell, tell me more about that.
3: Yeah, so from the from the seller side, um, I mean sellers want to sell their homes for. All different sorts of reasons and so some of them um, have inherited the home and they obviously want to get rid of it some of them uh, have taxes and they're gonna lose the home and they want to get rid of it some of our foreclosure some of them are out of state uh, all of this has one common theme and, and that's usually stress <laughs> and so a lot of these people again these it's just one more thing I mean you know an asset is, is not anything that you could take likely impacts your taxes impacts a bunch of things in life and so uh, we have, you know, created a, a, a system to help sellers out and help them disposition these properties in any specific way. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of what makes us unique is that we so we have five different ways to to acquire a property, and so with those five different ways, like we can help uh, people who typically wouldn't be helped. I and mean, Larry, you talked on, you know, maybe clients that you didn't have a solution for earlier. We have a solution for these people, and a lot of this is done through creative. We have uh, we work with agents. Nonstop. And I think it's also another myth buster that would be addressed is working with agents. I think a lot of them see wholesalers and they see them by these fly-by-night bank robbers.
2: Um, you yeah. Know. You know, the thing I read, Dane, that I, I think is very interesting, and, and it sounds like overall, like let, let me paint the picture for people who are not familiar with your business, right? Uh, th- when you work with Larry, you're gonna turn around and you're gonna maximize the value of your property, right? You're you're in a situation where you've cleaned it up and you've done the maintenance and you are trying Got to get money, last top yes. dollar and, and and at the end of the day you don't care whether if you put the house on the market today, whether you sell in March or in May or in July, you wanna to get top dollar. Mm-hmm. When you work with a company like yours, you're willing largely to trade a few dollars Mm -hmm. in terms of maximum value for stress relief, right? So you've come into a situation like you had mentioned, where they inherit a property. Well, inherited property comes with all sorts of problems, right? And mm-hmm. Lots of folks have turned around and they want to keep mom and dad in the house till they pass, but they've been in that house for 30 or 35 years. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Sun-Times from 1988 is on right, top right, of a right, stack, right? right? And <laughs> okay. now the idea of cleaning those stacks of newspapers out and painting and cleaning and getting everything ready and getting it on the, and then finding somebody like Larry and maybe if this all started today we might be able to get this all done by july or august or fall right right and and so now i have stress because i have projects and i have all this stuff we can just call your company and basically say well we know we're not going to get the dollar amount for the sale that Mm -hmm. we would have if we did all this stuff with larry right but we can get a fair dollar amount for what the work is Absolutely. from your company, Exit and solve strategy. our and yeah. solve our problem, which is the stress of having to deal with mom's house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you
3: you hit, you hit it on the head. That's that's exactly what we do. Like we we, we, we really kind of look at ourselves as, as solution providers. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, so so people. Um, and this is all why managing a household, right? Like people are going through all these other things while managing their sure. own households. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we you know we're able to to come in here and, and they do take a little bit of a haircut on the equity piece, but it is a, a bottom line. You know, it's not. But nickel but, and dime. but let me ask it's you this: this. Are you
2: are you really taking a haircut on the equity piece, or because that equity doesn't really exist? In the when in, in the description I used and I said hey you could work with Larry, mm-hmm. you really have to invest time and money to get the property ready right. for a regular agent like Larry, right? right. And so Absolutely. you're really that equity is built by that time and money invested mm-hmm. in moving out the newspapers fresh coat of paint Maybe there's t- deferred, right there's there, there's stuff you have to do to rebuild that equity you can come in and say this is our equity kind of as is mm-hmm. and and convert that equity to cash quickly correct yeah. yeah yeah
3: absolutely so generally you know generally we can we can close in 30 days we we take care of closing costs um, one of the really important things about our business is we are BBB accredited. Mm-hmm. We are all licensed. So, you know, a lot of people look at, at what we do, and I think they're like, well, why, don't, why wouldn't somebody just put it on the market? Um, and there are a million reasons people don't put it on the market. Absolutely. I think right. agents, you know, hear it all the day is, oh, I don't want to put it on the market right now. And so the people look at us as an alternative solution, right. and, and that's kind of where we well, come Well, I think
1: in. also with wholesaling, there's, like, a whole different reason, What you know, The speed of the transaction Mm -hmm. needs to be accelerated if somebody's wholesaling, typically, because, you know, they may be wholesaling because they're three months behind in their mortgage Mm -hmm. and they don't want to go into foreclosure. Mm -hmm. They may have a short sale situation or some of the other situations that you mentioned Mm -hmm. where, you know, we can... I I can deal with some of that as a broker, but the time frame which it's going to take to help them dispose of that property, if you will, Mm -hmm. is going to be extended where they need a quick answer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's where you guys come in. You provide these solutions. So you said there's five ways yep. that you provide these solutions. What are those specifically? So, so the first one is we have a so they're, they're label by program. So we have a, a cash
3: out program, which is essentially it's cash, quick close, um, and you you know we sign the contract. You show up at the table. We, we pay you out what we agreed to pay you out, um, and then we're done. the The second one is uh, it's called a the, mortgage saver protection program and essentially what that is is a sub two and so we take the property over subject to the existing mortgage um and we're able to
2: that's been all all the rage lately did you guys recently add that program or is that something you've done for a while so
3: it's something yeah it's something we've done for a while and um i mean we have helped so many people with that program Mm -hmm. it's incredible Mm -hmm. i mean and, and not only that i mean we literally just bought a property this past week um from a homeowner, he's going through a divorce, uh, There's the house is upside down, uh, they need to sell the house to get out of the divorce, but you know, on each side, they each both want their things. Mm-hmm. So we were able to come up with something where essentially we took the property subject to and then paid them out some of the equity um, that would have been in the house, mm-hmm. you know, should they not be underwater. So
1: they're walking away with some money. They're walking away with some money. In, a, yep.
3: you know, in other words, they
1: wouldn't be able to. And that's the other misconception. When you wholesale a property... If you do this right, Mm -hmm. they are going to walk away with some money. Absolutely. You're not, you're not like stealing a property out from any under anybody. You are helping them. Uh, dispose of this property in the time frame they need to do it without getting into more financial difficulties.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the need, need for speed, that's kind of yeah. know, what, what we're, we're doing here yes. is really really helping exactly. people get out of these situations quickly. Yeah. Um, and 99% of the time, they walk away with the money. Right. I think you know the only time they didn't, I think when we first started doing this, we were calling properties from the vacant demo list in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that's shout fun. yeah, shout out. It's about thirty five thousand properties deep. Oh, jeez yeah, uh,
2: Geez. yeah. Uh, that's um, a that's a rough list. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, talk to the mayor about those programs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, you know, I think I think we're gonna move on to something else now, Dane. Sure. Tell us about the other three types of ways you guys yeah, Or, or your, four or types,
1: your, types. That you said cash so, out, right? So yeah, cash
2: out, cash out, out and the subject two yep.
3: and subject two. Okay, so the other ones, the other ones, seller finance. Right, so if they, if they don't owe anything on the property, uh, we can sell or finance it from them. We are licensed, so we can also help them list it on the market. And then the last one is called uh, a And so innovation is, I think it's pretty trendy right now. Essentially, what it is for all the agents out there, it's a net listing, but you're not an agent, you're an investor. So you're removed one piece in that you contract for the property, mm-hmm. and then you hand it off to an agent to list and people are like, well, why wouldn't people just list it themselves? If I had to ask that question to all the people that we do these types of deal structures with, um, you know, I, the, the, reasons don't stop. Oh, I don't like agents. Oh, so I don't want to do it. I don't want to be bothered. And you know, the amount of, you know, People will just walk away and say, "Hey, listen, I need a set amount. If I have that set amount, whatever you do with it is up to
1: you." You're giving them that set amount up front. Yep. Then you're giving it to an agent, and, agent and whatever you it. get, o- they get over that. Yep. How does that? Well, yeah. And so generally, what we'll do
3: is we'll go in there and we'll, you know, list it on the MLS, and then we'll put we'll put um, ask about repairs in the in the private remarks. Okay. Right. And so in those private remarks, they see ask for repairs. We'll say, "Oh, well, what are, you, what are you guys doing? Oh, we'll you know do the carpet. We'll do the the kitchen cabinetry. We'll." do this, we'll do that. So there's little things that we can do to, to help people purchase a property with, say, a VA loan, right. FHA mm-hmm. loan. Um, mm-hmm. With a house that may not be ready because we already have the, I mean we already have the the network the marketplace mm-hmm. yeah
2: mm-hmm. that it, you know what it, it, it's funny because uh, we do a lot of work when you mention the VA loan for veterans and when they're subject to repairs uh, one of the things that lenders have a lot of latitude with but not all lenders deploy that latitude mm-hmm. is the ability to make, the loan subject to some of these repairs getting done post-closing. Yeah. And so you can put that money in escrow. You can make a plan to get that stuff done and get the veteran into the house. And the question for the VA loan program, and you know, we had another great example of it uh, this last week. I, I, I won't go too far down that rabbit hole of, of a, a tangent. But the thing is that you, you've got to come at, as a lender, you want to come at borrowers and borrower situations especially in the va space as to how do we do this loan Mm -hmm. and get the veteran into the house rather than hey we got to cross every t and dot every i and make sure that the house is perfect and and Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of latitude in that va home loan program to help the veteran right and there's and there's a lot of you know cases that
3: um deals are falling apart because these can't be done because they, they can't the seller can't afford to do them the buyer doesn't want to buy them with these situation you know mm-hmm. with the these repairs being needed so we fill this small little niche of where you know we can come in and, and make a repair so that it right. passes a yeah. uh, uh, you know a final inspection so so I mean it's pretty it's pretty interesting just because yeah, you know, that on, is. on the investment side like there's all these little opportunities I think where a lot of deals fall through the cracks yeah. and that's where we come in
2: yeah, yeah and that, and that's great. And look, the thing is that you say a lot of little deals, but I'm always of the business philosophy that if you keep showing up every day and hit singles and doubles, yeah. eventually a home run yeah. opportunity. Absolutely. But nobody ever nobody ever went broke cash and checks, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: let me ask you something. We covered all five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um and novation is really interesting. I hadn't heard that before. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm assuming that when you do that, you have realtors on staff at Property Pals. Yeah. You're going to list it with one of those realtors. So we we, we don't. We
3: no. are. Oh, yeah, we,
2: there's the plot hey. twist.
1: Yeah. Dun, 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 Look uh, at you. Uh, what uh, am I here
3: for? So it's so go very
2: good hosting, Larry. I Thank like you. what you're doing. All we right. don't
3: have. Uh, we are all realtors at Property Pals. We don't do the realty services in-house. Um, And the reason for that? Is it is... I don't know. I just think it's more of a, an ethical conflict. Yeah, than, I hear you. Than anything,
1: because you're you're doing well, the wholesale we're end. We're doing the wholesale end, and so then you're
2: going to list it. Right. So we we need to have some. So if you need a, a retail listing agent type guy, I know a guy. Just so you know, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I heard right. there was a few guys in this office, but I was waiting yeah. for him to show up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's all super interesting stuff. I'm I'm curious about something. So of the homes that you wholesale, mm-hmm. how many of those? do you assign out? So last
3: year, I think we did 82 properties. Um, of those 82, we probably assigned maybe 70, 72 of them, okay. so a term out.
1: Okay, yeah. and the other, uh, let's say, 12 properties, You is that the, where the novation comes in, or would you... We flipped, so yeah, we either flipped or bought those. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Um, So the the novations, we did about uh, I don't know, maybe a dozen novations last year. Hmm. Um, And so there's there's a lot of paperwork. And I think this is also a tool again for all the all the realtors out there. I think this is a tool for them um, that they can bring to homeowners because the the beautiful thing, you know, when we show up for appointments, we say, hey, listen, there's you know, there's five ways that we can work with you. Let's take a walk through the house and see which one's going to fit you best.
2: Mm See, I love that. You know, I mean, the analogy is right. The thing I like about this is the analogy that I'm going to go to is we often use the cliche in the business, whether it's your side of the business, Larry, or the mortgage side of the business, that if you have a hammer, Mm -hmm. every problem looks like a nail. Yeah. And and Dane, what you're telling me here, correct me if I'm wrong, is is you can go in and walk the property and find the problem and be like, well, we got a hammer and we got a saw mm-hmm. and we got a screwdriver, whatever, you know, but what our toolkit is full of other things we can do. Right. So we're not just here to sell you this solution. Yeah. We're here to find out what your problem is. Yeah. And again, if you have a problem that is not a traditional real estate problem mm-hmm. where you're just going to list it with Larry and you're going to get on stage your way, stage
1: it, mm-hmm, right, clean all it that up. Stuff. List like we've, got, it. we've mm-hmm.
2: got to turn around and do a much, uh, we, we, we've got another issue, right? And it could be, and like you said, it could be that that, that issue is um, the one we talked about earlier where you are. Um, Disposing of a property that was your parents', and you've come in to inherit it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a different solution than somebody who's behind on the mortgage, right? Currently, right? There's there's a different level of stress, but those but but there's still stress. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's, It's funny because those the people that are in that situation, right? I mean. If they if they would just bring their own stress level down, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, you're going through a lot of emotional things. Yeah. I mean, selling or buying a house is the most emotional purchase or sale you're ever going to make in your life. So you mean you might be emotional and need a real estate therapist? A real estate. Ah. Well, you're on the couch here, Dylan. Yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, but you know, it, it is very emotional, yeah. and people get really wrapped up in it. So like when you're dealing, like I was a Huge REO broker for mm-hmm. about 10 years. And I worked with one of your associates often, yeah. uh, Tom Schray. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so, you know, when you're dealing with distressed property owners, you're dealing with a high level of stress. And like by the time I was knocking on their door back in 2010, mm-hmm. 12, whatever, mm-hmm. they already stopped looking at all their mail. You know, it was that that had passed already. Yeah, they yeah. already knew where they were at, what's happening, and I'm knocking on the door just to put them at ease a little bit and say, right. hey, no one's going to come and kick you out of your house. That's not how it works here. How do you handle that when you're working with a distressed property owner based on the obvious yeah, individual yeah. situation?
3: I, yeah, I think, you know, at the, at the end of the day, they got a million things going on. Yep. And so... Um, And they're vulnerable, too, right? I I think that's like one of the the most... And they feel vulnerable. And they feel vulnerable, which I think is like one of the most challenging things. And so, um, you know, we we do a lot of training at Property Pals and make sure that the people that are talking about these different types of programs really understand them. And so I think that's something that when we go and, and, you know, consult with the seller and listen to their situation, we're able to say, okay... um, Based on what you've shared with me, I think that this would probably be the best route. This is why, mm-hmm. this is how it works, and mm-hmm. then this is how long it takes. So, I mean, you know, coming back to your guest last week, it's, it's really about expectation setting. Right. Yeah. So when you come in through the door, set those expectations, it makes a world of difference. And that's whether you're selling an emotionally distressed house or, you know, raising children. Yeah. I mean, it's all
2: about, you know, setting expectations. It's a lot easier for selling sure. a distressed <laughs> yeah. house. It, it, it's funny. I, was having I con- do that. I take that any day. I was having a conversation at home this morning about setting expectations with my high school senior about where we're going for college. <laughs> so again, I totally understand uh, setting expectations. Yeah. Larry, yeah, it's important. correct me if I'm wrong. we got to take a break. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. Before
1: we do, I just want to thank our sponsors. So let's bring on, first of all, Trusted Agent USA, Trusted Agent USA.com and if you're looking to work with the top agents in your area and still save a ton of money, not only on commissions, but on title as well, uh, title is a huge expense when you're selling your home, go check out TrustedAgentUSA.com. Also, I want to uh, thank thank our other sponsors, which is of thank, course... Thank
2: Benchmark Mortgage. Yeah,
1: well, you know, Dylan is sitting here so I have to thank him. And uh, that is Benchmark Mortgage. I'm going to bring him up here in a second.
2: Well, So he, for those of you watching on the podcast app, um, he's bringing that up on the screen. But yeah, the thing I tell there, everybody look at is... that picture, Dylan, uh, will you? He, We we help everybody with clarity, transparency, and understanding uh, what is going on uh, with their mortgage uh, and and getting their financing to to the table on time, on budget. With no surprises. Yeah,
1: Dylan will get you across the finish line, whether you're buying an investment property, an owner-occupied property, whatever. And our last sponsor, I want to thank, uh, At Home Title Services. So I'm not only a broker, but I'm also a title agent. So if you're a seller, for instance, and you're selling a $200,000 condo, your card rate on that uh, uh, uh title policy that title insurance policy is 1950 if you want to save 50% on that and only pay 975 Call me, 630-921-0611. And if you're an agent in Illinois and want to find out how to become a registered title agent and add that to your menu of services that you offer, the investors you work with, the homeowners you work with, uh, then check out at HomeTitleServices.com. They do uh, virtual events pretty much every day. Uh, every month. So having said that, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with Dane Laverty of Property Pals USA.
0: Tune in to Real Estate Radio, Saturdays at 9 a.m., hosted by the real estate therapist, Larry Shackman, a top-producing real estate broker, author, CEO, and founder of TrustedAgentUSA.com. Top-performing agents for 2% commission, saving you thousands when you sell, buy, or invest. Real Estate Radio, the ultimate real estate radio experience. Get insider tips from experts throughout the real estate industry. Streaming live on Facebook at WCPT 820. Trusted Agent USA, Illinois, license number 475 145 Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to Real estate, estate Radio, sponsored in part by TrustedAgentUSA.com, the ultimate real estate matchmaker, saving you thousands. Now, now back to Larry, the real estate therapist.
1: All right, everybody, we are back, and today we are joined in studio by Dane Laverty, who is, of course, the managing partner and co-owner at Property Pals USA. Correct, correct, and uh, Property Pals USA is a Company that helps distressed homeowners kind of maneuver their way through whatever difficulty they're going through now, whether that's wholesaling, uh, Mm -hmm. novation, Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, cash out. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of different ways you can do this, and you know, like Dane said, it can be a really you know, people can have misconceptions about what yeah. you do,
2: and that just like well, they do I, what I do. I, I, right? I, I think the interesting thing about what, what the, the space Dane is occupying, right, is Larry. If somebody's not in a position to list a property that they either own or have come into ownership of recently, and the, there's a roadblock of some sort between where they're at with the existing property and just selling it. Through you, right? And whether that's deferred maintenance, whether that's repair work, whether that's the condition of the property is nowhere near uh, kind of full price, then you've got to find an alternative solution. Yeah. Most people just see that as a roadblock and they don't do anything, right? And most yeah. people. They freeze. Yeah. Right. They freeze, they get paralyzed. And what, what I hear from Dane. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dane. Yeah. Is that you guys have the ability to come in and be like, that's not a roadblock; it's a fork in the road, and we have other th- forks you can take, yeah. to, to solve your problem and get rid of this property. True, absolutely. So, riddle me this. Tell me a little bit. I'm, I'm sure you did a bunch of transactions last year. You said you did eighty, helped eighty some homeowners um, deal with their property situation. Tell me, kind of your your best story or your best result of how you've helped people or, or, or just the, you know, the craziest thing that happened. Cause I'm sure you've got some interesting <laughs> things nightmare. going on. Right. I don't want to hear about the nightmares, Larry. We're in the problem solving no, business. No. no, but
1: you got to know the nightmares to know how to deal with them. Uh, yeah, yeah. You uh, we had a
2: Mount Prospect nightmare last year. We're not going to talk about oh, that. God. Oh man.
3: Okay. Yeah, no, we, uh, I guess where do I begin? Uh, we run into so many different situations. I have, uh, I've taken, um, showing up to appointments, and uh, you know, there was a really nice gentleman who were helping out in Bowling I uh, go over to the house, take a look at everything, say great. I found out he's he was one of the early construction managers uh, at McDonald's. Oh, yeah, and uh, so I say, okay, great. I'm gonna go grab a lockbox for the property. You know, do you need anything? And he asked me to get a. a McDonald's Coke with with ice, which I thought was kind of funny. So, you know, go get it for him. Run run back. When I come back, he's sitting outside in, uh, like, a wheelchair that was in his garage, like, swatting at himself. I'm thinking... You know, (laughs) I I do. This has already
2: taken a weirder turn than I thought it was going to. So let's see. I'm a therapist, but I
3: I have no answers for you right now.
1: And it was probably me out there swatting
3: at myself. Please tell me he had a shirt on. So he does. He's fully he's fully clothed. Thank God. So uh, and and he's swatting, and I just I can't figure out what's going on. But you know, we we meet all different walks of life. So I, I go over there, and all of a sudden I see that what he's swatting at. Is there's these hornets stinging him because he's, I guess he had like hit over a hornet's nest. And so. I say, hey, you gotta get out of there! So I, I grab the wheelchair, and I'm like running him around his front yard in a wheelchair, like push, <laughs> pushing him in this wheelchair. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and I'm like, I'm thinking the neighbors are probably looking at this like I, oh my that was goodness. my
2: first thought. Yeah, like, yeah. what are the neighbors yeah. thinking? They're, they're like, like, well, that's one way of getting they're like, a poor. poor John yeah. is getting like run around in his wheelchair. Should we call the cops? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: right by this complete stranger. Oh my goodness! And. What's uh, up? Yeah, you uh, know, we ended up. Uh, I take him to the the hospital because daughter came by and she's like, "Thank you so much." I'm That's in my awesome. car again. I you know, I was, we were able to help him out. But the first thing I thought, and I don't, you know, I don't. No, that was a bad thing. the first thing I thought was how much liability am I exposed to right now? <laughs> yeah no I mean, no, you know yeah. what' right as you. a
2: business owner you always have to worry about that right and and yeah. and you know we all uh, pay a fair buck for insurance in this world and mm. yeah I get that yeah, what sure.
1: uh, I'm curious what are the price points that you find yourself dealing with give me yeah. the range yeah so so we're we're buying homes okay, so also
3: just for context the The price we purchased them for versus what they're sold for, uh, you know, after repair values of these homes, is is quite different. So I'll answer that question from the after repair value standpoint. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we are buying and selling properties anywhere between the one hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty
2: range. Okay, at, at an after repair value, at an after repair value. So generally speaking, um, when you come in and you solve these problems for the seller. Mm-hmm. There's a gap between what you pay for the price and what it, what that after-repaired value is sure. going to be. So I, I'm not worried about that per se, right? That's that's where the value in what you do is, right? right? And, and Larry's talked about, hey, there are some misconceptions in the business, and I think that people should, if, if they have things that are going to prevent them from looking at max price solutions, for lack of a better phrase with Larry exploring options with you is absolutely reasonable. Mm -hmm. I completely believe in the business model. And now my question is, once you take possession of the property, What's next? You've talked about wholesaling. Are you putting that out with an agent? Do you have a list of buyers? You that, probably you know, have that, someone that are, lined up already. You know, I mean, tell, tell us a little yeah. bit about that. Like it, it, you can't just be in the property acquisition business, right? No. I mean, you've got to, you got to, there's not a lot of profit in that. <laughs> no, so, no. so um,
3: I think it kind of brings us full circle to, to uh, Larry's question opening up about you know who, who are you guys helping? So we talked a lot about the sellers and how we help the sellers. Um, but we also help the buyers big time, right? So the buyers are, everybody wants a deal. And mm-hmm. so when we acquire these properties, we have two different disposition methods. The first disposition method is, is through a platform that we have called InvestorLift. It's actually a great platform for people who are out there who do invest in real estate and want to find uh, properties across the nation, punch in a zip code. And there's all sorts of people who are, are you know, posting on this site. They have things like videos, virtual walkthroughs, inspections to make really comprehensive mm-hmm. decisions. And then there are the people that we have worked with for the past three years, and they call us and we send them out a text message. And, and they now know, okay, Properties Pals has something new. They'll call us back, and then
1: that's same th- thing. So those starts. are like the emails I'm getting, like the yep. property in Dalton. Yep. yep. Um,
2: how are you getting those emails, Larry, and I'm not... Well, you're, 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 you're getting on, on the list, list now. List, yeah. right. You're going to get there on it now. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, so I see I'm, your laptop right there. You could just add me to the distribution <laughs> list now I, from the email string we used to put the show together. There we I'm go. curious about something
1: because, um, so let's say somebody wants to get into investing. Mm-hmm. They've never invested before. They've never done a flip. They've never owned a rental property. Um, can an investor call you and say, hey, Dane. I want to get involved in investing. Yep. And I see you guys are always throwing properties out there. Um, do you have hard money lenders I can work with? Do you have, uh, you know, uh, private private uh, money lenders you can work with yeah. that you could turn maybe new investors onto or investors that new investors that want to do joint you know, deals yeah. with other people. Yeah, absolutely. So we work with a handful
3: of hard money lenders. We do work with private lenders. From an investment perspective, we're can we we soup to nuts. So we can source the property. We can set you up with the money. We can make recommendations for contractors. Sure. <laughs> because my experience with a contractor and your experience with a contractor may not be the same. Yeah. So, so um, again, you know, I... Love the contractors that we work with. They're like the uh, line chefs of the real estate industry. Yeah. Sure. You know, so you get some really, really awesome ones and you get some ones that just smoke cigarettes out by the trash can, you know,
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um,
3: they're both, you know, <sighs> but yeah, we, and we can have yeah, money, work, um, uh, labor uh, acquisition. And, I, you know, we don't do this enough, but we should be bookending these deals and also asking to represent the the buyer on the, on the sale. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about D- DCSR loans? Do you, yeah, so we, uh, we're actually in the process right now of, of working with a gentleman over at Millennium Bank, uh, about it on a DCSR loan. Um, but yeah, we have a few contacts that have those types of products that we can reach out to. And I think, you know, uh, Dylan would probably be the best person yeah. to talk to you about that.
2: Yeah, well, we do have <laughs> access to a DCSR product. That's, uh, and, and the nice thing about them is that, um, you know, we do them in-house, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Not every lender wants to take the the liability back to that point of um, originating those loans, but we're we're doing them. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I think people are a little bit nervous about the the, the market in specific areas. So those DCSRs are.
1: So the DCSR, like for instance, you have somebody with a seven eighty five credit score that uh, wants to finance the not only the rehab, but the purchase
2: of the property. Mm -hmm. Dylan, is that possible? Uh, The the, the rehab loan is a different loan, right? So the renovation renovation money is a different animal, largely. So the the debt service coverage ratio is really a carrying Mm -hmm. product. And what I mean by that is uh, once you have the property stabilized, you have the rents, you you know what your cash flow is going to be. Then there's just a grid, and it's kind of a straightforward loan program, right? You take the credit score, you take the down payment and you take the coverage literally the coverage ratio from the rents to what the payment will be mm-hmm. and there's a grid so you're going to put 20% down or you're going to put 35% down you're going to have a 780 credit score you're going to have it and it's like well this is the rate and this is what we can do in terms of percentage and it just it's just a simple grid and so mm-hmm. if you have a three unit property and it rents for $6000 a month to keep the numbers around, and the payments forty five hundred. Well, you're going to get a better rate at the same and, and a better um, loan to value mm-hmm. than you would if the payment was five thousand dollars and the rents are forty five hundred yeah. amongst those three units. And so there's just a it, 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 on one level, it's it, it's not that complicated because if your credit score qualified and the property cash flows and it doesn't have to cash flow, there are grids to how much i'm using air quotes now for everybody watching on the radio um there are coverage ratios and so it doesn't have to be hundred percent and it could be better than hundred percent it could be you know so it just depends mm-hmm. on what the numbers are but it's a math grid that has basically three elements right down payment service coverage ratio credit score right and then this is what you this is what's available to you mm-hmm. so, so I actually have
3: a question about that so yeah, you, have, sure. you have these these two unit two to four unit properties mm-hmm. um, that you can either go out and get a DCSR product or you can go get a, I guess, a conventional product. And I know sure. you mentioned the DCSR as a carrying product, but like, what is the real benefit there? Because if you have undermarket rents, then is the DCSR the, a the, valuable the, product? Is the I challenge is
2: so. no. I think if you have undermarket rents, you, you, you've got a separate challenge in terms of financing. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, but and then you really want to look at your conventional option. Not to get too in the weeds on this, but the conventional option is going to be the most flexible because it's going to allow you to qualify from a debt to income ratio. Mm-hmm. But if you look at an FHA, Loan in that situation, those FHA multi units not only need to qualify from a debts or uh, from a. Uh, debt-to-income ratio standpoint, but additionally, those FHA loans have to be self-sufficient, meaning that when the appraiser comes in and says, okay, this property is going to rent, let's say it's a two-unit and it's 1500 a unit, so $3,000, can't have a payment be more than $3,000, right. even if the borrower is debt-to-income qualified. And the reason is that if they have to go to foreclosure, they want to rent it out at market rents and mm-hmm. let the property be self-sufficient for right. whatever their holding period is. So it has to it's the one product, this FHA two to four unit, that requires the borrower, or not only the borrower, to qualify from a debt to income ratio process, but the uh, property to qualify from a debt service process. So yeah. it's a double qualification. And you have to do oh, yeah. both. And we've we we helped with a loan in the last couple of months where a, a lender had not identified. That both had to qualify and were able to get the borrower in on a different product, but they were looking at fHA loan and the thing i do the thing my team does when we get involved in loans that other lenders have worked on mm-hmm. is um We want to turn around and we want to put the loan in our engine and gather up all that same data, pay stubs, bank statements, information on the property, rents in this situation. Mm -hmm. We're like, let's stick it all in and see if we can recreate the problem they're having over at Lender A Mm -hmm. because we know we're Lender B and something's broken. And once I identify what that problem is, then we ask ourselves, is that a fixable problem? And in this situation, they had not done the double qualification. So that product was out. Mm-hmm. So, Got it. so the so,
1: DCSR loan, at the end of the day, the property has to support the debt. Right. The property at the end has of the, the support day, that's the,
2: the, what the it is. To a degree. And now the question is, does it support it at 75 percent? Does it support it at 100 percent, meaning the payment? So what's the, the sweet spot? There is no sweet spot, Larry. At the end of the day, the question is, what can the what, what, you know does the property work for the borrower, right? At the end of the day... Well, I'm talking about for the loan, like when when
1: the lender sees, hey, this is going to support this property to this degree,
2: this guy has an 800 credit score... I I think when you ask what's the sweet spot, is like, are we going to get the loan? And and at the end of the day, even with a minimum credit score and a 75% debt coverage ratio, like you'll get the loan. You get a much better, more affordable deal if it's at 1.25 debt service coverage ratio. And you've got an 800 credit score, right? And you put 35% down instead of 20% down, or whatever the case is. So, again, it, it, this is much... It's a very... The oddly, I think... This is just me speculating. Mm-hmm. Again, getting into the weeds a little bit. We have a situation in the DSCR loan grid qualifying that is much like PMI. If you put 5% down on a house, it's exponentially more expensive than 10% and putting 15% down is limited in it, but it's 5, 10, 15% credit score, single family versus multi-unit and it's da, 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 There's your spot and you're gonna get your PMI from a PMI company and you to mm-hmm. pay whatever that premium is and it's just on the grid. Same sort of thing. The DSCR loans are what's the payment What's the cash flow on the rents at market rate right. and what down payment are you eligible for based on your credit score? Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. It's just a grid. Makes sense. Dane, I'm curious.
1: Uh the I'm curious a lot today, but <laughs> the uh so when you're working with a private lender mm-hmm. as opposed to a hard money lender, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that the hard money lenders that you're working with they're you're you're Paying a little more for your money there than you are with a private lender. Yeah. What are you finding is the that average? Yeah. So this is
3: actually a, a fun little space. Sam and I. Sam and I have been really fortunate, and um, that we've set up uh, a line of credit for the business, uh, and we also work with private lenders. I prefer to work with private lenders, and, and the reason is. Um, we can structure the terms to, to to how we want to be paid so sure we'll pay you two points but we can pay you on the cash out mm-hmm. um, whereas with the hard money we got to come with whatever 10 fifteen percent down there's all these junk fees which is fine uh, so so we've had a couple of properties where we've used the line and you know let's say we're buying a property we bought a property out in Riverwoods for mm-hmm. I think two nice yeah like 250 um, sold it for like 320. And didn't do anything to it, but we so we took it down with the line. The, I think the out of pocket expense was something around uh, twenty like thirty eight thousand dollars. Okay. And we're a very cash intensive business, so we didn't have thirty eight thousand dollars on hand at that time yeah, to, right. to do that. Yeah. And so we do what's called gator lending. And so this gator lending is this unique little concept where we can work with other private investors and we can say, hey, listen, we need this $40,000. We'll to- pay
1: you 12% annualized. Right, exactly. And um,
3: and we can raise the money for the down payments that way. Mm-hmm. And because we've built enough of a spread in, we can afford to pay out the hard money lender right. and the private money lender in this case. But, I mean, we're always looking for, for new private money. I mean, we have, inc- we have a, an incredible amount of deals that... Um, I think we've gotten to the place now where we can start making other people money. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're always looking for new private money and awesome. uh, you know, trying to make that happen.
2: Well, it's it's very cliche, but you know what? You get to uh, when you say that you can help make other people money, uh, you can get everything you want out of your business if you help, help people others. get what they want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. <Sam> Ziegler, right? <laughs> absolutely.
1: Hey, we're going to take a quick break before we come back and wrap it up with Dane Laverty at Property Pals USA.
0: Tune into Real Estate Radio, Saturdays at 9 a.m., hosted by the real estate therapist, Larry Shackman, a top-producing real estate broker, author, CEO, and founder of TrustedAgentUSA.com. Top-performing agents for 2% commission, saving you thousands when you sell, buy, or invest. Real Estate Radio, the ultimate real estate radio experience. Get insider tips from experts throughout the real estate industry. Streaming live on Facebook at WCPT 820. Trusted Agent USA, Illinois, license number 475 145 Welcome Welcome back back to to Real Estate Estate Radio, Radio. sponsored in part by TrustedAgentUSA.com, the ultimate real estate matchmaker, saving you thousands. Now, now back to Larry, the real estate therapist. All right, you guys, we are back.
1: Thanks again for joining us on the Real Estate Radio Show podcast. Remember, we're streaming on Facebook at the Real Estate Radio Show podcast group, also at WCPTA 20. You could also find us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, wherever. So, I'm curious, Dane, where are you? How do people get in touch with you? Let's say someone right now
2: is—I almost—I almost almost said I'm curious again. They have a wall, right? Uh, they have have a real estate situation with that wall. They have a situation. They 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 need to get out out of it with Larry. So it doesn't matter, right? Whatever their their circumstances, we have deferred maintenance. We're behind on the mortgage payments. We inherited mom's house, right? I think Dane might be able to help me. How do they get three in touch payments with you? behind? Yeah.
3: Whatever, they're, they're, so they can go ahead and, and, and shoot us an email either at Dane D A I N or Samuel S A M U E L at Property Pals, which is plural P A L S U S A dot com, uh, or you can give Sam a call directly eight four seven three zero two nine three three. Give that
1: give that website one more time. Yep, Property Pals. USA.com. Okay, awesome. So there you go, guys. I mean, if, you, uh, if you're if you in a situation where you really don't have the money to, you know, clean up your house the way you'll need to, to list it time. to get that max mm-hmm. or the time, right? or you're in a distressed situation with funds, or you've inherited a house you don't want to have to deal with, you know, Dane could be your guy. And, uh Check him out over at Property Health I, I think the
2: inheritance thing, correct me if I'm wrong, is that an angle you guys see a lot, you know, those folks with come into properties? Yeah, I mean, a, a, a fair amount.
3: I mean, it's like I said, it's a mixed bag. We see a lot of inheritance. We see a lot of, um see a handful of foreclosure. We see a lot of just people who are generally behind on something or the house is, you know, they've rented it out and there's squatters. Squatters is a big one.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Tell squ- me more about that. Oh, yeah. I know squatters. Yeah, well. I, I mean, I, we only got I seven minutes still left, still so still I don't want to get. I don't want to go yeah. down too far down the rabbit hole. But tell me a little bit
3: about it. Yeah, yeah. The too long don't read version is uh, cash for keys. People, you know, we work with squatters all the time. You know, they know the law. They pop a squat. They do whatever they want. So um, the the goal with them is just meet them at a a level playing field, match their energy, offer them cash for keys. And generally, they'll be cooperative. I think Mm -hmm. um, there's maybe one scenario that we couldn't get a squatter out, and I think they're still in that house today.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and that could be a tough situation. When I was doing REOs, uh, one of the guys, well, the guy that ran all of my field operations, I had, you know, at one time I had like 500 properties in my inventory, and you can imagine you get squatters. Yeah. And so I had a guy that would politely go over and ask people, you know, what can we do to solve this situation? He was like 300 pounds with a beard down to mm-hmm, here, mm-hmm. six foot four. And, you know, you're not pushing them around. We're not pushing them <laughs> around, but we're asking them nicely because at the end of the day, it, especially here in Illinois, it could be a long road yeah. to get a squad around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it can cost Easily. you some money.
2: Yeah, no. Thousands it, of dollars. It, it, for sure. I mean, I, I think you can solve... Uh, Again, that's an issue that's time versus money, right? Well, I think that I, exactly, and I think that's the thing.
3: Both of them are going to cost you money, one's going to take less time, right? So, yeah. you know, you can either do the eviction route and go through the courts, or you can you know, do a cash for key situation. Maybe it costs you a little bit more, but it's worth sure, it. Sure,
2: but I think that translates into most of what you're doing, right? At the end of the day, if it's an inheritance, right, and you're out of town, or you know, a lot of so th- now you end up in a situation you're like, well, I own. You know I live I, I live in Milwaukee, but I inherited Mom's house in the South suburbs of Chicago. Mm-hmm. and do I have to run down there every day and manage contractors and paint and clean and get everything yeah and or I could and maybe I get money by July or we could call you guys and we could be out out of all of it by mid-February and dispersing exactly. the estate and moving on yeah exactly. We have covered a
1: lot today. There's a lot to cover in real estate, Absolutely. right? If you guys uh, are interested, oddly enough, I've written a book. It's called The Top 10s of Real Estate. It's 32 top 10 real estate lists that are proven to maximize your profit when you buy, sell, or invest. If you'd like to get that book for free, just text me at 630-921-0611, 630-921-0611, just text book, and uh, before we wrap it up, I want to... Uh, Dylan, how do people get in touch with you when they want to get over the finish line?
2: You know, Larry, the the thing I want to actually put out for everybody is we can get you some information on these DSCR loans. If you're interested in learning more about these DSCR loans and whether they might be a fit for your real estate financing situation, text DSCR to 630-708-7088, and I will follow up with you there. Awesome.
1: And uh, one more time, Dane, Property Pals, you can reach Dane at
3: 847-302-9334. And that's actually going to take you to Samuel Abunda as my partner. He's the one that fuels uh, awesome. all that.
2: That's awesome. awesome. But, I'm, but, but you guys have a system, and that's really the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll bring the conversation full circle. Yeah. Let's exactly. have a system to get stuff done. Look, we're in the helping people business, and you know, that's real estate, and, and, and you know, we're here for you. Yeah. Listen, you guys, we appreciate you tuning in with us every
1: Saturday on the Real Estate Radio Show podcast. We've had a great time talking to Dane, and of course Uh, We're going to see you next Wednesday where we're going to talk about new construction, some of the really hot markets for new constructions. Builder sentiment is up. Uh, Building permits are up. New building permits are up, so builders are starting to feel a little better about things. And uh, so lots of things coming up. Dane, we look forward to having you back. This Absolutely. was awesome. awesome. We still they got a ton you of stuff we can talk about. Yeah,
3: pleasure. Thank you, guys. Yeah.
1: All right, you guys, we're going to wrap it up and uh, have a great weekend. See you later.
0: Thanks for joining us on Real Estate Radio with your host, Larry Shagman, the real estate therapist and top producing broker. Now, go to trustedagentusa.com and save thousands when you sell, buy, or invest. Illinois license number 475 145795 Tune in next week for the ultimate real estate radio experience.
2: The CD program, Real Estate Radio, is brought to you in part by Trusted Agent USA. The views and opinions expressed therein do not necessarily reflect those of Newsbook Radio or his management.